Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm your host, Carly McBride. Don't forget, make sure you're subscribed to Order Up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so all our new releases go automatically into your podcast feed and you don't miss an episode. Today, I'm excited to welcome Liliana Esposito, Chief Corporate Affairs and Sustainability Officer with the Wendy's Company. You may know April 22nd was Earth Day. As we celebrate restaurants and their contributions to sustainable efforts, I'm excited to speak with Liliana about how Wendy's is taking a stance on sustainability and environmental awareness across their 7,000 restaurants worldwide. We'll chat with Liliana about reducing greenhouse gas emissions, developing more sustainable packaging options, and reducing food waste. We'll even talk with Liliana about some tips for smaller restaurant operators to begin their own journey toward a more sustainable workplace. Liliana, thank you for taking some time to chat with us today. So let's get started. Great to be with you, Carly. Thank you. Can you take a brief moment to introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little more about you and a quick overview of your role with Wendy's? Happy to do it. And thanks for having me on the Order Up podcast, especially appropriate here during Earth Month. As you mentioned, we just passed Earth Day last week. So yeah, my role with Wendy's is, uh, I think, the best in the company. I'm responsible for corporate affairs and sustainability. So that's across communications, government affairs, quality assurance, customer care, and of course, our corporate responsibility platform, which we call Good Done Right. And that work has just become even more active and important, I think, over the past few years. I've been with Wendy's going on uh, nine years and really excited to be part of the brand's journey as we continue to grow and develop our footprint around the world. So as the leader of the sustainability efforts for Wendy's, can you tell us a bit more about the company's sustainability journey thus far? And you mentioned Good Done Right. So why is Good Done Right such an important initiative for you? Well, I think like many companies, most companies, Wendy's has been committed to operating responsibly and sustainably really since we were founded back in 1969 by Dave Thomas. But in the past few years, what we've done is really formalized our approach around corporate responsibility topics. And so that started with looking at the materiality of corporate responsibility topics. And so really looking across the wide spectrum of issues that a company might need to get involved with and determining which were those issues that were most material to us as a brand and which were those issues that we could most materially impact in a positive way. And so that process was back in 2019, 2020. And then from that, we determined where we needed to set some public goals and commitments. And so we brand that under the Good Done Right platform. And we have three pillars of food, people, and footprint. And so I think why the work is so important and particularly the goal setting part of it is really to bring some public accountability to what are those areas where we're gonna really focus our energies, focus our attention, and what is the progress that we think needs to be made so that we're doing our fair share or more than our fair share to have a positive impact on you know food, people, and our footprint. I know Wendy's has a really ambitious goal to reduce greenhouse gas emissions across your 7,000 restaurants worldwide by 2030. So can you tell us a bit more about that goal and how it's progressing so far? Absolutely. So that was one of our key footprint goals. And so we set a goal to have a target 
for greenhouse gas emissions reductions, as, as you said. And that's a science-based target, which means that it's aligned to looking at the science behind climate change and looking at what the footprint of Wendy's impacts the climate today and what level of greenhouse gas emissions reductions would be necessary to bring that back to more manageable levels. And so that was a almost a two-year process we anticipated just to set the target. That's a very involved discipline with the science-based targets initiative, but we were really pleased to be able to set that target and have it validated by the SBTI just in February of this year. So we were about a year ahead, almost a year ahead of schedule. We didn't anticipate initially we would have that target set and validated until the end of this year. But now the real work happens. Now uh, we actually need to make progress against those reductions. And so, as you mentioned, it is a pretty ambitious target of a 47% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions across our company footprint of restaurants. So we have just over 400 restaurants that are owned and operated by the company, and then also equally ambitious levels of greenhouse gas emissions reductions across franchise restaurants and our supply chain. Can you speak a little bit about Wendy's initiatives toward more sustainable packaging? Absolutely. So that packaging is the second part of our footprint pillar. So in addition to setting a science-based target for greenhouse gas emissions reductions, we also made a commitment that by 2026, 100% of our customer-facing packaging in the U.S. and Canada would be sustainable. And we're defining that as being either reusable, compostable, or recyclable. And so 100% is the goal. What you'll see, uh, we actually will be putting our corporate responsibility report for 2022 out here just in the coming days. And maybe by the time folks listen to this podcast, it's already out and available on our website, but we will have passed the halfway mark. So we're over 50% of our packaging today meets that sustainable goal. And then between now and 2026, we'll be working on transitioning the rest of our packaging to that sustainable status as well. Perfect. I know Wendy's has a very strong focus on fresh ingredients and food that's made to order every single day. So how has the company developed an ordering and distribution strategy that reduces food waste and leaves you with very little leftovers? So what's interesting is I think that the idea of fresh food, freshly prepared and mitigating or even eliminating food waste really go hand in hand. And, you know, one example I'd give you really goes back to the very founding of Wendy's. You know, you're probably aware that one of the uh, obviously our signature item is our hamburger, but hand in hand with that is chili. And chili was actually part of the original Wendy's menu put together by Dave Thomas for a very specific reason, which was that we were going to be serving fresh, never frozen beef in our hamburgers and wanted that to be freshly prepared, you know, no heat lamps, no warming trays. But Dave Thomas also knew that what that meant was that there would be hamburgers that were prepared that at a certain point should not be served to a customer. They weren't fresh anymore, but they were expensive. So he wanted to have a way to deal with that. And that's where chili came in. And if you've ever made chili at home, you know that it's better the next day. And so actually, our chili is made with hamburgers that were prepared and then ultimately made into chili meat. And so that's just one example of, I think, eliminating waste and being committed to freshness going hand in hand. But throughout the restaurant, and many restaurants are the same as Wendy's in this fashion, they're not very big. And so you really don't have a tremendous amount of storage space for extra inventory. And so I think you get very good and very precise about only ordering what you need to sell and only preparing what you're able to sell. And so there's always room for improvement. We're always looking at ways to be more efficient. 
But our operators, I think, are very focused on making sure that they're minimizing waste. And ultimately, that's good for the margins of the restaurant. You don't want to be throwing away food. And obviously, from a food waste perspective, we don't want to be wasteful like that. I didn't know that about the chili. That's that's a really interesting fact. Let's talk a bit about your workforce now. Do you feel as though your sustainability efforts improve labor retention and employee morale? I do. And I I think that this is true of many generations of the workforce, but I think particularly as, you know, younger generations are coming into our restaurants, into our corporate support roles, into our field support roles. I think that people want to be part of something that has a bigger purpose. And in addition to just what they're finding fulfilling about their work, they want to be connected to a higher purpose. And for many employees, sustainability plays a big role in that and feeling good about the company that you're spending your time with and feeling like that company is doing its part, doing its fair share to have a positive impact on the environment. And so we do an annual employee engagement survey, and we certainly see that the idea of giving something back and being part of a more sustainable, responsible way of doing business is something that really resonates with employees and it's important to them. You know, one of the variety of employee resource groups at Wendy's that are focused on, you know, different topics and different populations. One of our groups or an employee-led group is also called Squarely Sustainable. So our signature square hamburgers, uh, square makes its way into a lot of Wendy's language. But our Squarely Sustainable Council is an employee-led council that's specifically looking at sustainability initiatives at our corporate campus. And they've been together for a few years now and have come up with some really interesting ideas of ways that the company can promote sustainability, both as a business, as well as with our employees and in their home lives. So it's absolutely an engaging activity for a lot of employees. We have a tremendous amount of interest in Squarely Sustainable and other activities. That's great. I was actually just going to ask how you continually engage your workforce in those environmental values. Are there any other ways that you continue to engage your employees on a day-to-day basis? We're always looking for new ways to do it. And I give a tremendous amount of credit to our team. We have a fantastic team, both in the corporate responsibility area, as well as in other parts of the business. And just as an example, this entire month of April, we've had a series of employee activities around, we had our consumer insights group host a webinar. We do a survey specific to corporate responsibility topics in the US, the UK, and Canada once a year. And so our consumer insights team led a session around what our consumers think about ESG and corporate responsibility and what topics are most important to them. And we had, you know, well over a hundred employees kind of tune in to hear about that. I mentioned the Squarely Sustainable group. One of the activities that they host that is super fun, but also had a really positive impact is they do kind of a shark tank type idea forum where employees can come forward with ideas to make Wendy's more sustainable. And the ideas are pitched to our panel of sharks, which are uh, senior leaders in the company. And uh, the winning idea gets supported and importantly gets funded by the company. And so some of the things that we have, we have a community garden now on our campus that employees tend and harvest throughout the year. We've created an e-waste recycling program that was led by an employee idea in one of the idea forums. So there's lots of different ways, I think. And I think employees bring their passion in a lot of different ways. And What gets me excited is that I think the work is not just being driven by the corporate responsibility department. It's really 
permeating the entirety of our employee population in our quality assurance group and our culinary innovation group, for instance, you know, they cook and prepare a lot of our products every week. You know, they're from the QA perspective, they're doing product quality testing and making sure that our products are up to the quality standards that we expect. The culinary group is, you know, experimenting with new menu ideas and and coming up with new menu development, but that can generate a lot of waste. For instance, you might order a whole sleeve of hamburger patties, but only cook up 10 of them. Or you might have to order an entire bag of buns to be able to, you know, toast and play around with just a few of them. Well, those teams have independently identified ways to donate usable food to some of our local food banks so that we can divert from landfill, but also help feed some of our hungry neighbors. And then other products that are prepared but not eaten, figuring out how we can compost that. And we now have an on-site composting pickup service that really was driven by our employees looking for new ways to become even more sustainable and responsible. So really a win-win on that. Make a difference on policy that affects your business. Join us June 19th through 21st, 2023 in Washington, D.C. for our public affairs conference and be a part of the industry's largest grassroots advocacy event. Every segment from quick service to fine dining is represented and includes large international brands to smaller independent operators who want to advocate for our industry. In addition to meeting with lawmakers on Capitol Hill, conference attendees will hear from top political speakers and celebrate the industry at networking events. To register, visit the link in our show notes. Do you have any tips or small steps that any restaurant can take to become more earth-friendly and sustainable? If they're just starting out on their journey, what would you recommend to a smaller restaurant? I think it's a great question, and I certainly don't want there to be a perception that the world of responsibility and sustainability is only the province of large organizations like Wendy's. That's absolutely not true. And in fact, you know, Wendy's, of course, about 95% of our restaurants are operated by franchisees, and many of those franchisees are smaller operators, you know, fewer than four restaurants in many cases. And some of those franchisees have been the most active in some of our sustainability efforts, and particularly two areas. I would say energy and waste are two areas that any restaurant can look at. And starting with energy, the overall energy efficiency of your restaurant, we've got now a couple of thousands of Wendy's restaurants involved in what we call the Wendy's Energy Challenge. And this started with signing up for the U.S. Department of Energy's Better Buildings Challenge a number of years ago. And what that is, is a voluntary commitment to reduce energy use by 20% over a certain number of years. And we got involved on the company side initially, but then we also encouraged our franchisees to get involved as well. There was no requirement. It was purely voluntary program. But what we found is that if you were really looking at the energy use within your restaurant, then you would identify when you were wasting it and you could identify ways to be more efficient. And so that might be installing an energy management system. It might be just being more conscientious about the use of your equipment. It might be changing out your lighting using, for instance, LED lighting. And all of that, it ultimately reduces energy use, which helps the margins of the restaurant. So you don't have to be a committed environmentalist to get behind energy efficiency work because it really helps your overall restaurant economic model. But then it has also at the same time, you're reducing energy and therefore you're reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And so 
a lot of the progress that we've made already. I mentioned that we had set the science-based target for greenhouse gas emissions. Well, we've already reduced emissions against our baseline year of 2019. And in large part at the restaurant level, it's due to energy. And so that's something that really any operator, you know, start small. I would say, look at an energy management system, look at ways that you can track, and then ultimately identify where you might be wasting energy and where you can be more efficient. And then as you go forward, you might look at things like equipment that's more efficient. We've got HVAC systems, for instance, that yes, they might be a little more of an upfront investment and you're not going to just go rip out the HVAC system in, in your restaurant. But when it comes time for it to be replaced, replacing it with something that's a little more efficient can ultimately lower your costs as you go forward and then also be more sustainable along the way. So energy is one that I think, you know, unless you are running a completely dark restaurant and you don't have any of, you know, equipment running or lights on, that's something that certainly is an area of focus. And then the second area is waste. And, you know, we talked a little bit about food waste, but really waste overall in the restaurant. There are a number of things that I think restaurants can do because you obviously have to pay to have your waste taken away. You know, your solid waste tipping fees can be a really substantial part of your overall restaurant PL, depending on particularly in certain locations. And so if you are diverting waste to recycling or to composting so that it doesn't have to go to landfill, that's something that really can have a, you know, it's a positive impact certainly on the environment, but it's also a positive impact on your restaurant PL. Thank you for looking at those ways that smaller restaurants can get started with a more uh, sustainable and earth-friendly environment in their restaurants. So Liliana, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It's been a real joy to have you here and we're honored to hear from you and all the sustainability practices that you're working on are really great and a lot to learn from. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. I certainly would encourage anyone that's interested. The Wendy's Corporate Responsibility Report will be out in just a few days. And depending on when you listen to this podcast, it might be out already. But you can find that on our website, wendys.com, and just look for our 2022 Corporate Responsibility Report. We're excited to share all of the progress that we've made and the, the work that we still have ahead. Fantastic. Thank you, Liliana. Thanks so much. Did you know... The National Restaurant Association produces and hosts several webinars each month to serve and grow the industry. Topics ranging from hiring and workforce, food safety, DE&I, and the most relevant policy topics for restaurants. All previous webinars are also available for on-demand viewing. To learn more about upcoming and recorded webinars, please visit restaurant.org events learning. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.